0: Yeah, welcome in, Fight Fans. Here on a Wednesday, it is time for the MMA on Sirius XM. Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McKinnell. On today's episode, we have an interview with the one and only Uriah Hall. Hall, fresh off of his victory over Le'Veon Bella, the undercard of Jake Paul and Anderson Silva. Uriah was nice enough to stop by and, well, give his thoughts on that main event. But more importantly, give his thoughts on Jake Paul. You want to talk about fired up? You want to talk about passionate? You want to talk about pissed off? You have got to hear what Uriah Hall says in this interview. The man is on fire. You don't want to miss it. So sit back, relax, and click play. It's MMA on SiriusXM here on a Wednesday. Hey, Uriah, how you doing, man? Welcome in on the show here on a Wednesday. Congrats on your victory on? on Saturday, man. How you feeling?
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good.
0: Yeah, well, that's good. Uh, listen, I don't. I think you're doing better than Angela is. Uh, Angela's having <laughs> a bit of trouble here talking about this Jake Paul and Anderson Silva uh, fight. I was wondering what you thought of the main event and uh, Jake Paul's performance over Anderson Silva because our girl Angela over here is having a hard time uh, giving Jake props and kind of dealing with the reality that this dude is picking off our legends and some of our favorite fighters.
1: I'm the guy to beat this guy. I am. He ain't fighting no Diaz. He He's talking all that shit. I know how this stuff works. Jake Paul has a team. His team has people who said, hey, Jake Paul, 20% of these people hate you. We need to bring it up to 40. This man is a genius when it comes to stupid shit like this. I hate his face. I hate his little dumbass tattoos. I hate what he stands for. I hate everything that this stupid little snowflake, if I ever get the chance, I'm going to fuck him up. He don't want this. He knows I'm the guy. I mean, I walk down On Bell. And say what you want, that motherfucker is actually good. I really was trying to put him away. So fuck that stupid man. I, I can't even say it on radio right now. What I want to call that
2: dude. Oh, fuck him. oh my God, I'm so heated right now. See, this is what you need to do, though, because people are saying right? that the Nate Diaz fight is bigger than a That's Uriah my- Hall fight. But if you keep talking like this, man, you're going to talk yourself into a money fight like I love it. Continue, please. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, that's what we have to do these days. We gotta, I mean, I I will never sell out, ever. But unfortunately, in the UFC and all these other stupid ass combat sports, you gotta sell yourself. You gotta pretend to be something that you're not to get some type of fucking recognition. I mean, back in the old days when it's about honor, integrity, and kicking ass, that shit don't work anymore. I mean, look at these Gen Z. I got in an argument with a 12 year old the other day. I'm like, dude, what are you, 12? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you coming at me? And they're talking about he's an influencer. Last time I checked, Marcus Garvey's an in- influencer. Martin Luther like King it. is an influencer. These dumbass fucking so-called influencers are taking that title and they're putting mm-hmm. it in front of their names. They don't know shit about influence. Get the fuck out of here. You don't fucking influence. I'm going to beat this motherfucker ass. And I tell you what, if I see him in person, I'll beat his ass on the street. Him and his fucking minions that what he, he pays, <laughs> they actually look like minions. He pays these dumb motherfuckers who can't even fight to walk around with them and you're supposed to be a influencer, eat a bag of fucking dick.
2: Oh my God. You're going to influence an, on influence an <laughs> ass right here. Man, I'm, I'm so heated by, by, by all of this, but I have to ask you, what did you think about Anderson's performance? And do you think, cause I, Ryan's saying I got a, a foil hat on when I'm saying <laughs> but do you think there's a possibility that Anderson Silva threw the fight or at least carried. No, I, I, don't think Anderson,
1: I don't think he did. That. Anderson is too much of a G to throw the fight. Um, okay. He's a warrior at heart. Anderson is the type of guy to be 105 and be like, let's go, man. Let's let's get some more rounds in. You know, and he's that type of rare ability. He's a once in a lifetime type of person. I mean, the guy is doing a jujitsu tournament next week. He loves. compete. I'm never going to take that away from Anderson. Not because he's my idol, but because I know what he represents and what he stands for. He did not throw that fight. But what he did is he let everybody know that a fucking 47-year-old could go toe-to-toe with that motherfucker. So what does that say? It says he's beatable. Mm -hmm. Jake Paul is just in shape. That's it. He's in shape. And obviously, he's on the roids. I mean, have you seen his back breaking out and all that shit? I've seen this (laughs) dude. He can't keep a sentence. Uh... Uh, everything is scripted for this guy. And when you want crack mm. cocaine, yes, I said it. You can slur your words and say shit that make no sense. Fuck this dude, man. I want to fuck him up.
0: We're here with Uriah Hall, a very uh, perturbed, very uh, pissed off Uriah Hall here on a Wednesday. And
1: listen, man, <laughs> I, 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 I can't blame off. you. I, I mean, would say focus. I'm focused because I'm on my way to training with my boy. So we well, got
0: listen, mad. what, whatever you are, you're certainly, uh, you're certainly bringing on a Wednesday, man. And I completely understand. Focus, pissed <laughs> off, whatever the case may be, right? Um, you're watching. You're watching people get bags. You're obviously out there lobbying for a fight with Jake Paul. What did, what did you feel like watching the fight? I mean, you fought. You you know what it's like to, 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 to face an Anderson Silva and to be in that situation. Like, what was the vibe like for you just sitting and watching? I mean, someone you obviously have so much respect for, go out there and, and perform that way against Jake.
1: Wait, what's the question? What was the vibe?
0: Yeah, no, what did you what did what were you feeling when you were watching that fight? What emotions were going through your head as you were watching that fight with uh with Anderson, a guy that you fought and beat?
1: Well, obviously I was cheering for him. I mean, me and a bunch sure. of people in the background were cheering for him to kick this dude's ass. Um you know, like I said, man, Anderson's the GOAT. Uh yeah. the way he moves and all that stuff, maybe he doesn't have that pop like he used to do. But man, for him to go that long, and yeah, that knockdown secured it with uh, with Jake, but Jake, he's not that good. I don't know why everybody's praising this motherfucker. He is not good at all. He just throws a bunch of punches, and he's in shape. And of course, when you take some type of steroid supplement, you're going to get some more cardio. Because they won't test you for fucking boxing. They don't. And you know what? These motherfuckers need to take that steroids because I don't need that shit. My ass is black leaded. I don't need that secret sauce. I'm good. <laughs>
0: I like it, I like it We're here with Uriah Hall on a Wednesday I Man, I, I'm curious, okay, so we've talked about The fight itself, we talked about how much You want that fight next With Jake Paul, I'm curious what you think About Paul and his comments about Fighter rights and fighter pay Do, do you think he actually cares about that Or do you think that talk is all sort of him Just kind of hijacking he the narrative and, and using it
1: about that shit. He don't give a fuck Here how that shit works, if you're going to say some shit What are you doing? I do anti-bullying campaigns. That means I talk about kids getting bullied. I talk about all the stupid shit that are going on in school. But you know what I also do? I go to these schools, and I actually talk to these little motherfuckers, okay? I talk to kids who don't have the privilege of talking to people to understand that there's life after school. There's a mortgage. There's getting married. There's kids. There's life after that doing something about that. What the fuck is he doing? You know what? I don't feel comfortable with these fighter pay. Okay, what the fuck are you doing? Are you just sitting there talking about it? Or are you doing something? So you don't give a fuck. Set the fuck up. It's all these opportunities for for him to get that happy medium. And that's what I said about this dude. He's smart. He has people that hate him, and he has people that love him. But he knows how to negotiate all that shit, and people are feeding into it. People are listening to it. They're like, oh my God, Jake Paul cares. You fucking twat. No, he doesn't. He doesn't fucking give a shit. He cares about getting paid. And that's why I'm here to expose this motherfucker. I don't even care about getting paid. All right? Yeah, it might come with a lump sum, but that's not my motivation. My motivation is to beat this motherfucker up. That's it. You can quote my ass, too.
0: I think yeah. we will absolutely be doing that, we Uriah to. Hall. Yeah, what you say? <laughs> I think that's probably already happening. I am curious because we, we talk about pay and you talk about not caring about money. I am curious, like, what was your situation? What was your pay like in this fight against Le'Veon Bell compared to no to some of your UFC purses? You've been in obviously huge fights. Were you happy with the way you were treated and the outcome on Saturday?
1: I mean, it was decent. Not to get too much into details. It was yeah. decent. Was it Decent enough for me to be like, you know what? I'm going to run off into the sunset. Hell fucking no. Okay? It <laughs> me, but it was different. The training was one-dimensional. It's boxing. Mm. What do you got to do for boxing? I don't know. Run, throw punches, jump fucking rope. That's it. Okay? And that's what I did. I had four weeks to get in shape. But I did. But it was decent, man. But everybody's contract is different. Everybody's contract in the UFC is different. I remember starting out with 8 and 8. Can you imagine getting eight fucking thousand dollars just to put your oh. fucking life on the line and then you gotta mm-hmm. pay fucking taxes and then everybody else you end up with like maybe maybe three fucking thousand and then there's reimbursement? It's it's fucking sucked, man. So that part where he's like, you know what, I care about fighter pay. I'm listening, but what the fuck are you doing? Are you doing something about it? Are you? And the only people that can do things about that is like the Connors or the the Poirier, the Higher yep. Those motherfuckers mm. are the ones that can do something. But are they gonna do something? Hell, fucking no! they're getting paid and they're comfortable. Why the fuck would they do anything?
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I I love that. I love that. I love that you're speaking with your chest. Um, okay. And I, I got to ask you, man, you're going to training right now. What are you doing? Are you doing MMA trainer? Or are you straight up boxing now?
1: No, nah, man, I will. Hell, no, I'm not just straight up boxer. <laughs> 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 I'm big boxer. And I used to kickboxing, okay. and I retired from it because it was it was boring. It was too. It was getting boring. I was not getting mm. a challenge. That's why I went into MMA. I love MMA. I love the idea of just mixing stuff up, and you never know what's gonna happen. But uh, yeah, I'm on my way down to fight. Ready? You know, I'm gonna get some uh, rounds, and I think uh, Eric Anders, I'm gonna spar today and stuff. And uh. just having... the great thing about where I am right now. My mindset is having fun, and I, I hope you can see this too, Angela, because you're one of the best. You, you, it, it, it comes to a point where you take all that pressure off, and I've learned mm-hmm. that when I step away from the U.S., there's so much pressure. There's so much pressure in winning. There's so much pressure in you might get cut. There's so much pressure in you got to perform in front of the boss. You got to perform in front of people, and then the people that don't, they don't like you anymore because you lose a the fight. There's so much yeah. pressure. For the first time in my entire career, I walked in that boxing match with no pressure, and not because it was Le'Veon Bell, because I stopped giving a fuck. I stop mm. giving a fuck what people think. And I'm at that point in my life where when I say there's no fucks given, because knowing that someday I'm going to fucking die, I'm alleviated from it. Right? I'm liberated. We're going to die someday. Think about that for a second. At one point, you were the youngest person on the fucking planet, and one of these days, you're going to fucking die. So what am I going to do with this amazing time that I've ignored for so long? What am I going to do with this time that I have? Am I going to sit here and worry about Tom, Luke, and Harry that I don't even know with their somewhat valued opinion of me, all these dumbass reporters, their opinion of me, I'm going to sit there and fucking go in this soppy lifestyle? Like, get out of here, man. I just just came out of this weird depression state of mind because I left the UFC, and I didn't know what the fuck to do, and no one even knew how depressed I was. And when I say depressed, Mm. man, it was fucked up. To a point where I didn't want to be in this world anymore, and luckily Mm. I have people around me that care about me. And now I'm gonna give a fuck what you think. Fuck you. Fuck out of here.
0: Uh fired up yep. Uriah Hall here on a Wednesday, Uriah, we're up against it, man. We got to go to break, but I do want to say a couple things. Number one, congratulations on your victory. I love hearing what you had to say. Uh, you know, not just this week, but this brings me to my second point, man. Thank you so much for talking about mental health and your Problem. struggles and being yes. a beacon of that leading into this fight, Uriah, because it meant a lot, man. And, and, and thanks for giving us some time here on a Wednesday. Truly.
1: Thank you. Angela. I love you, girl. Keep doing your thing.
2: Love you too, man. <laughs>
1: MMA on Sirius XM is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Plus, catch in the Cage weekdays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern and MMA Today Tuesday to Thursday from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156 and on the SXM app. Series XM Podcasts.